Welcome to All Things Leadership, where together we will explore and discover what leadership is all about so that you can start leading the life you want to live. My mission is to inspire, motivate, and excite you to become the best version of yourself at home, at work, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Jamie Smith. Now let's talk leadership. Hey, y'all. Today, we are going to take a deep dive into what exactly procrastination is, some of the science behind it, and how to stop. Procrastination is known to be the thief of time and the enemy of success. It stands in the way of us reaching our goals and fulfilling our dreams, and it causes so much stress and unhappiness, and this can have some pretty negative impacts on our mental and physical well-being over time. So that's why I chose to talk about this today because I think a lot of people struggle with procrastination, and I believe that if we had a better understanding of it, we would be more capable of fighting back and overcoming this barrier to our success. Procrastination isn't just a personality trait that you're stuck with. It's a symptom of a bigger problem. I hear people say all the time, oh, I'm just a procrastinator. I'm such a procrastinator. Well, you're not just a procrastinator. You weren't just born with procrastination in your blood. Your problem isn't procrastination. There is something else under there that is the actual problem. So our job is to find out what is causing us to procrastinate because the procrastination is just the effect of whatever we are likely trying to avoid. And a lot of the time that can boil down to fear of something, whether we realize that's what's at the root of it or not. Fear is a sneaky little devil that can fly just so low under the radar, but still it manages to hold us back in so many ways. And one of those ways is that fear expressing itself through procrastination. But before we really get into it, I want to start by defining it. So what is procrastination? Put simply, it's the act of delaying or postponing something, right? However, while all procrastination is a form of delay, not all delays are necessarily procrastination. Some of us are putting off our to-dos or or postponing some of those goals just every once in a blue moon, and some of us are doing this on a regular basis, but procrastination is, is definitely the choice to delay something, but it's not because you have any real good reason to do it. It's just because you maybe are just saying, nah, I'll just do it tomorrow. I don't feel like it. I'll just start next week. And the problem with this is that most of the time, the things we procrastinate on are the things that are the most important things to us that we told ourselves we would do. So when we procrastinate, we're going against ourselves in our own word. No wonder we start to feel shame around that, right? It's like we can't even trust ourselves to follow through anymore. But it's not because we're just someone who procrastinates and this is who we are. It's because we aren't managing the emotions properly around the tasks we are putting off. There is a reason you are choosing to delay it when you originally and intentionally set out to do it and are now not doing it. And it is really important to remember that you can actually delay something with good reason. And this is not procrastination. And that's what I meant earlier when I said that all procrastination is a form of delay, but not all delay is procrastination because you can put something off with a very good logical reason to do so that makes sense and that is the smarter and maybe healthier option for you. It's easy to still give yourself grief, though, for pushing something back. But when you have a good reason to push it back, it's this kind of delay that is acceptable and it's not something you should be shaming yourself for. 
So what I recommend so that you can be clear in whether you are procrastinating or just delaying with good reason is when you're deciding to put something off, ask yourself what is the justified and acceptable reason to put this off. If you can't come up with one or you're saying, I just don't feel like it right now, that is you procrastinating. And if you're someone who procrastinates and all this time you've just been thinking you're some overly lazy person, the problem isn't laziness. It's that you need to learn better ways to manage your emotions around the task that you are avoiding. And if you're someone who procrastinates on the regular, chances are someone has told you something like, oh, you just need to uh, learn some time management skills. And there may be truth to this. However, time management is probably not what needs to be addressed first. If the task we're putting off is a task that we know has some negative emotion attached to it, whether it's unpleasant work, it's boring, it makes you anxious, it scares you, or whatever it is, you're likely trying to avoid those feelings around it. So really, procrastination is just a coping mechanism for you to deal with avoiding that emotion. So let's talk more about why you're putting off all the things. Could it be you're fearful of something related to that thing? I'll give you some examples. Let's say you are trying to start your own business and you just keep putting off the things you need to do to get just to get the ball rolling. Now, while starting your business is super exciting, right? And you probably are in many ways pumped up about doing all the things, the fear of you not getting it right or failing can be crippling and smash all that excitement all the way down. You need to address the fears that you have around this so that you can move forward. Maybe you're in sales and you have to cold call, like reach out to people through emails or by phone. This could be something that you put off because you're afraid of rejection, right? Or afraid of maybe being told off. Or maybe you have been wanting to apply for a new job or try out for maybe a team of some kind and you've been putting it off. Could it be that you're just afraid of not getting hired or not getting, you know, on the team so you never even try out or apply? So you see in these examples that procrastination is not the problem. The fear is the problem. And procrastination is the band-aid. But the problem with the procrastination band-aid is that when you're a chronic procrastinator, you keep having to rip that band-aid off each day which with, with each new thing that you procrastinate on. And that can be a painful cycle. Procrastination itself is a whole lot more painful for us than actually doing whatever we're putting off. So there's some science behind why we procrastinate. And I came across a really great article by James Clear on this that I'll be referencing here. And I'll include the link to this article in the show notes if you're interested in checking it out. I highly recommend it. He's also the author of that book, Atomic Habits, that I talked about in a previous episode about uh, developing positive habits. So you should totally go back and check that episode out. I'll put that in the show notes too. But there is a phenomenon called time inconsistency where our brains value instant gratification over long-term rewards. So even though you set out with a plan and good intentions meant to serve your future self, right, the temptation of instant gratification for your present self can take over. So it's like your future self and your present self are constantly at war with each other. It's no wonder it's tough to follow through, huh? It's like for someone who says they are going to stop drinking soda for their health. Well, that soda sure sounds amazing in the moment, doesn't it? And it's really easy to say, oh, it's just one soda and I can stop drinking sodas starting tomorrow instead. Your future healthier self is no longer who is calling the shots in that moment because of the urge to be instantly gratified by that delicious soda. So how do we put our future selves in the driver's seat? Well, 
when you think about why instant gratification is so compelling, it's because there is a reward of some kind in it for you. And you get that reward immediately. Whereas when you are making decisions for your future desires, the reward is far down the timeline sometimes. The reward you would get in the future for doing more long-term work needs to be brought into the present somehow. So how can you bring the reward into the present? There's a concept that came out of behavioral economics research performed by Katie Milkman at the University of Pennsylvania that is called temptation building. Let's say you really love a certain Netflix show. What if you watched your Netflix show while you folded your laundry that you've been putting off folding or while you worked out at your house and maybe you've been putting off going to the gym, but now you can work out at home while you watch your favorite Netflix show. It makes folding the laundry or working out a whole lot less unpleasant of an experience because it's now paired with something you enjoy, which means you are more likely to do it rather than avoid it. Or what if you really love your Starbucks or the park and you have this project you've been putting off? What if you scheduled for yourself to go work on that project at Starbucks or at the park if you can and you get to enjoy one of your favorite environments while you do this project so now it's not as unpleasant for you? So think about some ways on some of the things that you're procrastinating on. How can you make that um, a little bit more tempting for you and a little bit more enjoyable? Now let's talk about some ways to beat procrastination. They say that motion creates motion. So what this means for us when it comes to tackling our projects is that we just need to get going. Getting started is the hardest part. We just need to start. And yes, starting takes some self-discipline. But once you get started, it will be so much easier for you to keep going, I promise. Imagine if you were trying to start working out every day, but you were struggling to just get yourself to do it. What if you just told yourself, all you need to do is put your shoes on? Chances are, once you have those shoes on, you're going to be more likely to do it. You're not just going to probably take your shoes off and change your mind. You've already started. You've done the easy thing. So now it's easier to keep going. And what if you just said, instead of, I need to work out for an hour, what if you just said, I just need to do 10 crunches today or 10 reps of something? Chances are, once you do those 10 reps, you're going to just easily and naturally want to do a few more because once you get going, it's easier The more painful part for you emotionally, mentally, is putting it off. Once you're doing that thing, you're going to find that that's so much easier. It's just getting started that's hard. So this motion then creates more positive emotion for us. If you're telling yourself something like, I'll just wait to go tomorrow or I'll just do that thing tomorrow, and this is something you tell yourself regularly, that probably evokes some negative feelings for you. But if you just had a little talk with yourself and said, you know what, I'm putting my shoes on and I'm going. I have no good reason not to go. Then once you get going, you're like, okay, okay, I can do this. And now I can do a little bit more. So it's like you went from feeling like a lazy, shameful bum because you were saying I'll wait till tomorrow to all of a sudden feeling capable and actually wanting to do a little bit more because you just said, you know what? No, no good reason not to do this. Just put your shoes on. Let's go. Just, just let's go. Let's do this. So it's all because you made that decision to just start moving. So getting started is always the hardest part. Remember that because it is the reminder that it won't be so bad once you get started. We have this tendency to to argue with ourselves in the moment when we're making those decisions about whether to do something or not. We start negotiating with ourselves on whether or not we actually want to do it, have the time to do it, if it's something we feel like doing right now, et cetera, et cetera. 
So when we set out to do something, when you put something on your to-do list or on your calendar, don't negotiate with yourself. There is a reason you put it there. It means it's important to you. Making excuses and trying to rationalize those excuses is you negotiating with yourself. There is an actual term for going against our better judgment like this and not having a whole lot of willpower, and it's called acrasia. I came across that in some of my research and never heard that word before, so I thought I'd share that with you guys. So maybe we said something at the beginning of our day like, okay, today I'm going to sit down and work on my project for one hour. And all of a sudden, that hour comes around and you find yourself going, hmm, but do I really need to do this right now? I could always wait until tomorrow and that would still be fine because really I I have a week left to do it. So even if I wait a few days, I'll still be okay. Will it still be okay though? Because each time you tell yourself, I'll just do it tomorrow, you are going against your word, which is conflicting for us. It causes negative emotions for us which is only going to create more inaction. Plus, tomorrow is never promised, right? You said you were going to do it today, which meant that it was important enough for you to put it on your to-do list for today, and there's a reason you did that, so stop putting it off with no good reason. You will save yourself so much anxiety and self-shaming by just biting the bullet and doing what you said you were going to do. It is not a negotiation. It was a plan you put in place. And if you follow through on your word, you will feel so much better about yourself and life at the end of each day. Now, I know that doing what you say you are going to do takes some self-discipline, but living intentionally and making your dreams come true and getting things done in your life all takes some self-discipline. So when it comes to the things that matter to us, we have to put in the work. We have to put forth the effort. So I want to talk for just a sec about how chronic procrastination, meaning if you're doing, if you're procrastinating all the time, it can have a seriously negative impact on our mental and physical health. So those negative emotions that spur from procrastination, like shame, guilt, frustration, anxiety, confusion, fear, none of those are going to help you get out of the procrastination cycle, not by a long shot, but what they will do is stress your mind and your body out. And over time, this causes some real damage. Chronic procrastination is associated with higher rates of depression, along with more anxiety and more stress. And as we know, stress over long-term periods of time can be really harmful to our bodies. So if you are someone who is procrastinating on a regular basis, it's time for you to fight back so that present you and future you can be happy and healthy. While there are so many things we can procrastinate on that are big, important, meaningful things to us, we also procrastinate on little things like doing the dishes or the laundry or just simply picking up after ourselves throughout the day. Even though this stuff seems like small fish, it can weigh on us or it gets us annoyed or frustrated with ourselves and the negative self-talk around all of this starts showing up. And our moods are affected by this on a daily basis. If you're waiting until the end of the week to deal with all of it, that's six days of the week that you spend annoyed with yourself for the wreck you have to live in. Let's say we're just trying to do a better job of picking up after ourselves throughout the day. Anytime I'm trying to be better at something, whether it's doing more of or less of something, I like to use some positively reinforcing phrases. For example... 
I am someone who puts things back where they belong, or I am someone who picks up after myself. If this is the person that you're trying to be, someone who picks up after themselves, it's really helpful to start talking to yourself that way, calling yourself that now. Start taking ownership of that identity instead of the one where you tell yourself you're a procrastinator. So it's shifting your mindset from the, gosh, I'm terrible at putting things back where they go, I always put things off, to I am someone who puts things back where they go. And as you tell yourself this, each time you're doing something that requires you to put it back where it goes, you're going to be so much more inclined to do it. This is another phrase I love so much when it comes to procrastination, and I heard this one from Marie Forleo. I think there is so much power in this statement. Here it is. I don't do procrastination. It's like you're making a stance by saying that. You could even partner this one with, I'm someone who puts things back where they go, and also, I don't do procrastination. Saying these things to myself throughout the day has helped me so much with starting to identify more with who I wanted to be instead of who I didn't want to be. I'll give you some real life examples. Every morning when I get ready, I spread out all of my makeup and hair products all over the bathroom counter. Then I take like four shirts off the hangers and two pants before I decide which ones to wear. And those end up all over the floor. And my bathroom goes from being clean to messy, quick, fast, and in a hurry. (laughs) So when I'm done getting ready... I literally tell myself, I am someone who puts things back where they go. And even in the moments when I absolutely don't feel like taking the extra 30 seconds to maybe two minutes to put things back, I do it anyway. Because after I told myself, I'm someone who puts things back where they go, it's that reminder that that's the person that I want to be so much more than I want to be okay with being a messy person. I think we tend to also make things out to be so much more hard or so much more time consuming in our heads. Like when I remind myself that something will literally take me 30 seconds or if it's something that's like less than five or 10 minutes of my day, it's much easier to talk myself into it when I remind myself that it can get done so fast and with, let's be real, pretty minimal effort. Imagine how much less hard work you would have to do and how much less effort you would have to put in if you just picked up after yourself as you went. It's an obvious thing, right? But it takes us talking to ourselves in those small moments and those small choices. If you don't want to spend that seventh day of the week picking up after your other six messy days of the week, then just try harder to maintain it. Tell yourself that you are someone who picks up after themselves and you do not do procrastination. We make so many choices every day, whether we want to pick up after ourselves or not, whether we feel up for that workout or not, and whether or not we are going to follow through on all the other things that we set out to do. James Clear said that every action you take is a vote for the person you wish to become. To me, this is such a mic drop quote. Every action you take is a vote for the person you want to be. So what actions are you currently taking that are maybe votes in the wrong direction? What are more actions you can take that are the vote for the person you want to be? Who do you want to win that election? Current you or new and improved you? It is your choice. So to recap today's episode, 
Remember that procrastination is not the problem. It's the symptom of a bigger problem. There's some underlying fear that's holding you back, or maybe you avoiding some negative emotion that has to do with that task, but just remember to peel back those layers and figure out what is causing you to procrastinate so that you can move forward. And then remember that getting started is the hardest part. So all you need to do is talk yourself into getting started and it'll be so much easier from there. The procrastination is the hard and painful part in reality. Doing the thing is going to be much easier and much less painful for you. And then what positively reinforcing things can you maybe say to yourself that match the identity that you want to have? Like the example that I used today with, I am someone who picks things up after myself. Or if you're trying to eat healthier and you're tempted to go for those not so healthy snacks, you could say, I am someone who eats healthy in those moments to try to reinforce the person that you want to be. And then don't go against your word. If you say you're going to do something Just do it. Don't negotiate with yourself. And remember that each decision that you make, you are casting a vote for who you want to be. That's all for today, guys. I hope you have an amazing day. And until next time. For information on working with me as your coach, check out allthingsleadership.com or connect with me via email or social. All of these links are in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you lead the life you want to live.